This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by... This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by... This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, where adventure begins. Check out their website at gamersinlehigh.com. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time (laughs) for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright, welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Uh, we're broadcasting live, again, from Gamers Inn, located in Lehigh. Surprise! Yes, are your mics on? Oh, okay, okay. Hello! Okay, so the one thing about... I still can't hear you. What about this mic? I'm I can hear you over there. Mic. What's over that? What's going on over there? No. Or this mic. I can hear you. I just can't hear him. How about this mic? I can hear you there. On this mic? Yeah. The second mic? Yes. All right. We're going to switch mic. We, we may have a cable that I may have to do something about. All, All right. right. Well, anyways, welcome. For those of you, uh, yeah, we're back here. And uh, if you missed last week's episode, um, I'm sorry. You are in trouble. That was an amazing episode. That was... I. Man, now you reminded me of the void. <laughs> I've been having dreams that I'm me back too. in that world. I've been dreams about it too. Yeah, it's it was it was an awesome event. Uh we got to uh go down to the void, try it out. There's a lot we can't say because we promised and we signed NDAs. But uh wow, it will be amazing and it will blow your mind when you get to go next uh next Wednesday. Yeah. Or no, when, next yeah. summer. Next really? summer. Yeah. I was just back? about to flip next the summer. table yeah. and start running. <laughs> next summer, not next Wednesday, yeah. No, next wow. summer. Yes, next summer. Get pumped. I will never need to take a vacation again. I'll just go there. Yeah, that's what you were saying. So, it's like you you never have to go no. away from home. See, the hardest part is trying to explain it to my friends because no, I'm like, it's like least immersive, seamless. You're looking around, everything's connected, seamless. You're feeling. And they kind of just stared at us with like these empty eyes. Like I, I yeah, know. We get it. We get it. You stand like, there. No, you have to with go. Goggles on. No, you don't stand there with goggles. Oh, so you're just in a room and, and you're walking like on a treadmill. No. No. You are literally walking, and it's just through a temple or through yeah. a spaceship. The, the, and the, the hard part is real. we can't explain. We we can't because the NDA. But yeah. Yeah. let's put it this way: it will change your mind. With anything and everything that you can eat, if you're you're imagining it one way, you're wrong. Yep. I mean, really, that's what it's it is. Better. It, it's so much better. If, um, if I could take a vacation to either like California Universal Studios, Disneyland, or whatever, or the Void, at this point, I seriously would spend a day at the Void. Yeah, because you could do all of that. that stuff anyway, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, I could just stand by a waterfall. So I was like, okay, this is where I want to stay. I don't even want to finish the temple. I just want to stand. I there. just want. I I want to see them be able to recreate a speeder chase. 
Oh, from Star Wars? Yeah. That would be, I think that'd be even easier for them than creating a whole maze for you like to walk through and stuff like that. Yeah. Just putting you on like, you know, a bike with a wind or whatever. I think that would be cool. Yeah, but that but, is uh, what people were expecting and that's why they were all like, oh, that's man, so but after seeing how, in the same place. After I love seeing, not staying in the same place. After seeing how good the virtual reality was, like, I would be totally game with being on a bike or being well, on a ship or something. Well, I understand, but there's already like rides out there where you sit in a bubble and you've got the glasses mm-hmm. on and it's obviously one thousandth as good as what this is. But at the same time, when I told people you're actually physically moving and walking and holding the torches and holding the well, guns, they were like, oh, that's... We went to yeah. Universal Studios Florida, what, like a year ago? Mm-hmm. And we went and rode like Terminator and uh, yeah, our Transformers and stuff like that. And even compared to those rides with a budget bigger than anything you can imagine... Mm-hmm. This was better to me. And I don't know. It might be because we're walking around. It might be whatever. But the virtuality itself, looking around, looking up, looking down, seeing everything, like that was to me just... Well, so and intense. it felt really lifelike. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not looking at cheap computer graphics. It no. was very clean, seamless. It looked real. Uh, I mean, yeah, it still kind of looked video game-ish, but it... Well, it was like... I always imagined what it was like watching Roger Rabbit... Yeah. You know, as a child and seeing them step into like the cartoon world and I'm like, how would that be like being in a world where you're literally surrounded by that kind of animation and I mean it would be, Oh, they're gonna have that soon too well, with I, their polygon yeah. world. Well I know, but and then so <laughs> we're on like we're just the we did like this thing where they let us we look like Spartans and we're doing this mission and we're shooting aliens from Halo. Yeah. Not not the chiseled men from 300. Yes. I'm still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was like that. It was like I finally got to experience what it was like to wake up in a world, and you're not pulled out because everything is that. Oh, everything yeah. is that graphic. It's not just like you can see the side of the real world in your peripherals. No. Like, you are submersed completely and totally. And so, anyway, I lifelong dream what it would be like to live in Toontown. And one one technical like uh, uh, add-on that I'll throw in from a filmmaker's perspective is that I was wondering how they were going to get us to believe what we're seeing through the the frame rate. Yeah. Because you know normal films twenty four frames per second, then you jump up to thirty or sixty for TV. I can't put a finger on what they did because everything. Float, uh, flowed so, so seamlessly. Oh, yeah. It yeah. looked like I was looking well, outside. Like, what, what's the frame rate outside mm-hmm. in real life? You're going to have to tell me because that's what, that's what they're probably using in the yeah. void. It's so um, good. Especially real for me because I have horrible eyesight. <laughs> and I have glasses and I was like, so if it was blurry or not perfect, I don't know. But it for me, it looked exactly like real life. Oh, like, man. it was it, real life. The only time it went blurry is when my, my helmet slid down <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and then tiny, I had to... That happened to me too. We have tiny heads. Yeah. And then I had to <laughs> slide it back. And then my vision, because it, it was like, can you see this? I'm like, uh, no. And then and then I I grabbed a hold of my helmet and slid it back and oh yeah there it is. The <laughs> giant islander headed Jared had no problem. <laughs> no problem. He didn't helmet. even need the chin strap. I did not. Yeah. He needed to loosen the helmet. <laughs> chin strap. Yeah. yeah there was. <laughs> they couldn't use a chin strap in my face. Too big. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, oh well. well. If you guys want to check out the void episode, definitely do that. It was last week. It's epic. You'll get to hear a whole long version of what we were te- uh, saying in the beginning of this right. episode. It's so epic. Definitely check it out. And also, fandom, we're doing setting on a special soon. Um, we actually filmed it and interviewed the guys that are doing The Void. And gave so us a tour. Went, and gave us a tour of their amazing establishment. So, yeah, you want to check that out, too. Yes. Because it was awesome. Awesome. It was cool. 
We kind of maybe geeked out a little bit. I have never been so <laughs> starstruck ever in my life, and it was a video game. Yeah, I kept blabbering to the video game developers. I was like, oh, but it, 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 "It's so good," and but I wish I had the words. Like it was embarrassing, yeah, but well, no, so and good. I, I thought I fangirled pretty hard with Logan from Face Off, but once I got out of the void, I was like. Oh my God! Not to say you're not awesome, Logan. If we you're listening, you, we love you. But, but virtual no, reality is amazing. Like, no, it, yeah, it I is. was like, can I marry this thing? Because you could be, like I said, you could be anyone. Is that what we're gonna have to do to yeah, get to our our goal? Is just jump in virtual reality. I'll be your Jolie, and you can be my Gerard Butler. Is that what's yeah, gonna happen? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Benedict. But yeah, no, it's cool. All right. <laughs> okay. Can I say one thing? Yes about doing the show at Gamers Inn. So every time I walk in here, I look at their inventory, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> there goes $30 that goes that more I needed money. for this or yeah. that. I just walked past Bosk's ship for X-Wing Miniatures. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. It oh. is large. I know. It is amazing. I walked in, and she's like, oh, look what we got in. And I'm like, oh. All right, well, our guest is calling in, so let's jump on this interview. We can talk more about that. So, all righty. Hey, thanks hey, for calling Denver Callers. How are you doing? Hey, greetings. I'm doing great. Out here in Portland, Oregon, sun is shining. A little bit of smoke coming from the east. Nice. So, I mean, the sorry, we're we're trying to fix something because my other hosts are not hearing anything. You got it. You guys got it now. Do you, you got can it? you? I we can we can um, yeah we can kind of hear them. Okay. You can kind of hear me. Yeah, it sounds Does like the audio is coming in. A little bit low, just on the phone, so I apologize about that. So, you know, thanks for coming on the show tonight and talking about uh, Night of Ashes. Night of Ashes, yeah. So, so this can, is uh, can you kind of ex- our, our third live ex- production of nice. Actual Pathfinder, bringing live steel on stage and bringing that world to life, bringing Galaria to life. We're uh, excited to be here on the show. Now, what made you or gave you the idea to go in and turn a, a Pathfinder adventure into a theatrical production? Well, it, it started out, I'm, I'm a huge Paizo fan to begin with. Like, I've been gaming for, you know, 35 years of my life. Um, but I've also been um, an actor out in the world doing a lot of theater. And I uh, came to the point where after Paizo launched back in the day, a decade ago, or so, that um, they came out with burnt offerings, and we were sitting on the gaming table in my group, and we were playing, and I just, I kind of, it kind of hit in my head the crazy idea that it would be amazing to see what this would look like in live theater. And I mean, the design concepts, just, you know, being able to actually recreate the, the town of Sandpoint and uh, bring the bring the characters up to life. And so we did it. I don't know. I floated the idea, and it kind of became a joke, and then it became a dare, and then it became uh, about a year later. Uh, we actually made it happen. I gave a call up to Paizo, and um, Eric Mona and James Jacobs and those guys, they were just more than willing to they, – they thought it was a crazy idea, too. And uh, But we made it happen. We brought those goblins to life. So. Well, let's be honest. Uh, everyone who plays any sort of RPG or any sort of game like that, when you get done with a mission, you get done with an adventure, everyone's always thinking, 
gosh, we got to turn this movie into a theatrical production or into a movie or something like that. <laughs> I think it's awesome that you guys just went out flat and did it. I think that's just I, we I've, did. I've, I've uh, as a filmmaker, I've I've taken a lot of uh, influence from our games in uh, Star Wars: uh, Edge of the Empire and stuff like that. But it's so hard to commit to that kind of work towards a story you've done in an RPG. So I am very excited to see what you guys are putting up. Yeah, me too. And this this next production, The Night of Ashes, is particularly exciting because our first show, Burn Offerings, was like the very first. Uh, it was the very first part of the very first adventure path um, that Paizo published, and they were very generous and and brave in letting us actually put that up. But now we're looking at uh, Hell's Rebels is going to include the 100th issue the 100th adventure that Paizo published. Oh. And so to be like a part of that history is uh, is really incredible. Still there? Are you guys still there? Hello? Hello? All right, folks. Uh, looks like we got a little bit of a, a hiccup there, so we're gonna try to reconnect the call. Sometimes you just want to punch yeah. technology in the face. Yeah. Thomas, you there? <laughs> I'm still I'm here. Sorry about that. We I, it went all crazy, and then we lost our connection there. So uh, I hope you've had a very engaging conversation <laughs> with yourself for the past five minutes. It was lovely. Nice. <laughs> where where did I leave off? <laughs> um. That is a really well, good question. It kind of morphed the sound a little bit, and so we couldn't really understand you at all for like 30 You started seconds. talking about like the first act or something like that right yeah. before you cut out. Yeah, I'm going to be actually, I'm going to blame it on the salt in the lake. That's what it is. Okay. Hey, we're, we're okay with that. <laughs> okay. No, And so, it could be the uh, smoke night. in the air, too. <laughs> Probably. So Night of Ashes... Um, we we are actually it's an incredibly fortunate the first time the first show we did burn offerings was the very first adventure that Pathfinder published yeah. and now we're part of the cycle for the hundredth issue that Pathfinder is publishing That's so cool. it's uh, honestly it's pretty great yeah the, we've been working pretty closely with Paizo to get some of the details of the campaign so that what happens in Night of Ashes. Uh, directly reflects what the rest of the campaign is happening. That's going to happen in the campaign. So the audience can walk right out of the theater, pick up a copy of Howl's Rebels, and go right into it, having some familiarity with the characters that they're going to be encountering, the NPCs. Hmm, that, I mean, that, that's kind of cool. So that you know, they can go out, they can see you know your production and then immediately just go home and have like kind of that connection or that attachment to those characters and then you know charge forward and you know what charge in fight through the module and really feel like they know these characters i mean that's that's an, that's amazing to be honest yeah. so i i've got a question that's probably being asked a little bit too early but uh, is there any particular part of the RPG or anything like that that you're super excited about, be it locations, characters, fights, uh, sieges, anything like that, that uh, not spoiling the whole adventure, but that you're super stoked to see in the production? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you guys remember playing Council of Thieves uh, or looking yeah. through that, but that was a big campaign for me. It was very theatrical. 
Um, there, you know, you had the big opera that went on it. Um, so the part that's exciting to me is just the the setting itself of this rebel city. That's kind of, I don't know. It feels it feels very uh, like like it's a city that's full of all these creative people who suddenly have to, you know, take up arms. You know, when we're not talking prop swords. So for me, a big part of it is the setting. The second thing that is is it's Chiliacs, man. You are you're we're basically going up against the Inquisition, and uh, and you know and being able to kind of shape events at least in that particular city. Uh, and I you're, you're right. I can't tell you all everything that I know, but I, I guarantee you that uh, this campaign uh, is going to be a great opportunity to punch you know as Modius right in the cojones. So that's great. Nice. Wow. That's pretty cool. Now, you guys are kind of... Where are you guys performing this at? Because it's in Cleveland, isn't it? Uh, we're in Portland, Oregon. Oh, Portland. I'm sorry. And, I don't know why I was thinking Cleveland for some reason. So we're in Portland. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's cool. We're, we're in Portland, Oregon, and we're performing at downtown at this uh, beautiful... Uh, we rented out this theater that's it's all red inside, and it's very theatrical, and it, it just it matches... Not just Chiliacs, but the sort of artistic and operatic fo- uh, feel of the entire of the play and the beginning of and the beginning of the adventure path. So it's, it's going to be fantastic. Oh, I mean that that just sounds awesome. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I love Portland. It's it's a wonderful city to go to. And well, yeah. to be honest, if you thought if you heard the concept of what they're doing, you're like, yeah. what's one place in the United States that this might actually have? Portland. <laughs> yeah, Portland really. is exactly where that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. We do have a reputation for weird. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that, that's really cool. I mean, you're actually pulling, uh, we'll just say, fellow geeks out, and they get to go to you know an opera house or a theater, and then see mm-hmm. a live play, which is not something. I mean, that's not something nerds get to do very often, right, other not. than like Star Wars the musical. You know, there's not yeah. a lot of opportunity for us you're to right. connect. I mean, they're not going to run out. Maybe I'm the odd doctor out, but they're not going to run out to go see like Les Mis or Phantom of the Opera. It's something like that. Maybe they will. I don't know. Well, they get man, to go. Let's they be get really. To see... Go ahead. Let's be let's be really clear. Like this this theater too is very intimate. It's like a 300 seat auditorium mm-hmm. that's got three tiers on it, and uh, we are blocking the fights as close to the audience as we can get them. You're going to have like the characters mixing up in the audience, so you'll be introduced to uh, NPCs like Laria, who will, and she's going to be like right next to you, talking to you. And there's going oh to be God. times when there's going to be a bearded devil that's going to roar right in the front of the, of the audience, and it's going to stomp right through the audience. And uh, members of the Chalaxian Guard, they're going to be you know, taking the stage like right behind you. So it's going to be as close to the action as you can possibly get. Why go to a murder mystery dinner when you can have a freaking bearded devil in your face? Right. I may have to make a trip to Portland. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I may have to take a trip to Portland to go see this. Yeah, this this sounds amazing. Um, you know, yeah. I, I I go every couple of weeks to a, a little improv theater here uh, at home in Salt Lake, and it's fun because they do. You know, they interact. They their actors and that are going in and out of the audience. I mean, at one point, one guy was dressed as a cat and he was climbing over the, the chairs where everyone was sitting. And that's really cool because it, it pulled you in. So doing mm-hmm. this in this type of a produ- production, not only are we getting to see role-playing 
on the stage, but you're also pulling the audience in. That's just amazing. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, you know, we're going to, like, bump if this uh, our Kickstarter program goes off real well. We're going to be able to bump up the special effects on it. And, uh, and some of our past productions, you can see reviews on it if you if you head over to the Kickstarter page. But uh, one of the great joys of the project is being able to develop spells on stage using, you know, fog effects and lighting effects and sound effects, putting them all together. It's it's a blast. That's just amazing. So the Kickstarter launched today. So yeah. for those of you that are, are looking, uh, I mean, you can go to our webpage. Uh, the link is on there. They'll take you right there. There's a nice little video on there that I'll, that uh, Thomas is on and, and his uh, partner and they kind of talk about what's going on, and then you kind of see some clips of some um, uh, previous uh, productions you guys have put on, and those, I mean, I yep. have to say, those are pretty well done from what I saw and from plays in that I've seen in, in the past. You guys do a great job. Uh, you know, a big pat on your guys' back. This looks awesome. So for <laughs> for our, our uh, listeners, your Kickstarter, what kind of uh, goal are you making, and what are some awesome perks that they can buy into to support the production? Well, our first our first goal is to be able to create a film. Um, we're we're trying to make sure we we were flooded with requests when we did burnt offerings to get a DVD out so that people can actually see what we did. And uh, I went to PaizoCon in a couple of places, and people really wanted a copy of it. And we were able to give them one, but it was, you know, kind of your standard. Uh, it, it was your standard kind of mediocre sound mixed with, you know, the filming of a play production. So, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest video. So our goal on this one is to raise enough money to be able to. Uh, one one of the people involved in the project is. Uh, he, he does film. He's, he's a he's a direct he's a director, and uh, so we're going to try to get him and we're enough equipment into the auditorium for us to be able to get like three or four camera angles, maybe get some GoPros and do some side filming, and basically produce a quality DVD that's going to give the audience the opportunity to see what happened live, so that even you know out there in Ohio and over in Florida and anyone who's like looking to do Hell's Rebels can like grab this DVD uh, and or do a digital download and be able to you know kind of pump up their their imagination before they launch the campaign. So that that's our that's our original that's our first goal and we're looking to try to get about five thousand dollars from that. And then everything else after that is just uh, we're going to be trying to stretch out to keep increasing production values and making it more and more layered and as awesome as it can be for you. That's awesome. Um, the, perks, the perks are you can get a DVD, digital download, a copy of the scripts. Uh, you can get tickets to the show. Uh, you can have brunch with the cast, and we're continuing to grow. Very awesome. Lunch in Portland. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> and then you can go to Voodoo <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Voodoo. Then you go uh, go down to Ground Control and play some video games and run yeah. into Jason Bowman. <laughs> no, I mean you guys are. Uh, this is pretty cool. And, and to be honest, I mean I've looked at a lot of you know, Kickstarters and I've backed several. This actually sounds fun. I mean you you get high enough and you can you know like you said you can go out and with the cast. I mean that's pretty cool. Uh, you don't see a lot of those from some of these uh, other films. 
you know, we'll say filmmakers and stuff like that, that when they're putting together a Kickstarter. So that's kind of cool, uh, making yeah. it a little bit more intimate and, and personable. So it's a hard thing to do. It yeah, is. We've done Kickstarters for our films several times, and there's just there's never the time or the resources to do that kind of stuff. And with a production like you guys are putting together, I think it's awesome that you're getting people integrated into it as much as possible. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. We it's live theater. You know, we we can't do film and theater. That's not what we do. What we do mm-hmm. is you know, be right there with the communities where, you know, we're all smelling each other's sweat and blood and everything else that happens up there on the stage. Hopefully no blood. But, <laughs> but you know, so that we're, it's, it's up close and it's personal. That's that's what theater does. It's kind of hard to, to get that exact feeling with film. So so let's say everything goes well, Kickstarter fulfills. Um, when will you be putting this production on? When can you know listeners go rush out to buy tickets and things like that? So we are performing. Uh, we've got five performances that are happening all over the weekend of Thanksgiving. So we start not on Thanksgiving, but we're starting on the Friday right after Thanksgiving, and then going through Saturday and Sunday. So if you're looking for, we're hoping to grab a long weekend where people can travel, and uh, you know, bring yourself out and have turkey somewhere out here on the West Coast. Very cool. So not only can you slay a turkey, the day later you can watch them <laughs> slay a giant devil. Thanksgiving yeah, well, we're same. also going to bring a we're going to bring a cockatrice on stage too. So oh my gosh. If you if, if you like birds, you can <laughs> you uh-huh. can have a little bit of a you know you can get to have your favorite flavor of reptilian bird. Nice. <laughs> this is even better. Man, I really need to go up to Portland now. This is just awesome. <laughs> This is exciting. I I love how now things that you know are are geek related. That growing up, it was really you know I loved. I was passionate about, but you had to hide it. You had to kind of you couldn't tell your friends about it, except for the really close friends. And now it's like we're getting cool stuff like this. We're like getting plays, and we're getting movies. And it's just being a geek is in right is in, and it's acceptable. And we get to see all the the cool stuff that's coming from that. And, you know, if you want to make a play about, you know, a module, you can do it, dang it. And it's awesome. I mean, I, I love we live, that. We do live in a golden age we for do. this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, are we lucky to be here in this time. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I got a, one of the guys on our team, the guy in the video, uh, Grant, my friend Grant, he runs a whole uh, LARPing buffer society with uh, teenagers. And mm-hmm. they do full-blown go into the woods, build their own weapons, and get attacked by adults in costumes. And the kids have an absolute blast. So the community is truly, truly growing. That's great. It sounds cool, but it also sounds like my nightmare. You know, um, <laughs> I, I, I know people that do this. I've seen people that do this. I, I, have to, I draw the line at that one, at the LARPing thing. Uh-huh. For those of you that love that, that's awesome. It's cool, but I just I I just can't do it. I don't know. That's that's not my thing. I enjoy I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I I like yeah. physically being involved. Yeah. Like that's probably why you like certain aspects of the void so much is because you are physically yeah. engaged yeah. in it. And yeah, I mean, LARPing is hand to hand combat is my jam. I love it. I love <laughs> yeah, being and, and the weapons, all the fun like foam. It's fun. 
It's a good time. For anyone who wants to know what LARPing is, go pick yourselves up a copy of uh, Unicorn City on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Probably the best LARPing movie of all time. Or yeah, Nights but... nice of Badass. <laughs> Or Knights of Badass. Yeah, Knights of Badass. That is a great I prefer the actual steel in my hand. I think that's one of the reasons I became an actor, just so I could, like, hack at people on stage. Nice. <laughs> well, okay, so Thanksgiving weekend's the big day. Instead of uh, watching the Lions or, lose yeah. like they do every year, go go pick up a ticket to or the, the play. Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. <laughs> no balloons. Yeah. Ever, like, or blow away anymore. It's just no more fun. If you guys were in charge of the Macy's Day's Parade, I'm sure it would be a lot more entertaining. Oh, it would. Things would explode. Don't miss the dog. Yeah, things would probably explode. (laughs) You know, a little little danger is good, you know? Yeah, it is. The Charlie Brown balloon is eating people! Well, there wouldn't be a dragon balloon. There'd be a dragon. And that would be exciting. (laughs) I'm going to be so disappointed this Thanksgiving when I don't see all this stuff. (laughs) So yeah, oh, this is cool. And then, like yeah. bearded devils and cockatrices and uh, hell knights battling out on stage and lightning strikes and whole whole sorts of things. Now, and I also one of one of the goals is if they contribute so much, they actually get their name in the credit of the the DVD. That's a big deal. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, I mean that's pretty cool too. I mean you can say, hey, look, there's my name. Um. I mean, that's well, awesome. for our listeners that are wondering, you know, why would I want to be in the credits? Number one, if you're looking to get into any anything like this in production yeah. or whatever, great way to get your name in something that actually matters right off the get-go. Yeah. Number two, when you're looking back at how awesome it is and that you didn't get involved in some way, you're going to kick yourself in the face for not donating money for that credit because I've got a lot of people that are telling me, oh, I wish I was in the credits for Knights of the Old Rebroken Souls. And I'm like, well, it is too freaking late. <laughs> hey, and just to throw this out there, uh, one of when we start working on our, our stretch goals for the Kickstarter one of the things we are going to be offering is uh, for someone to be actually walking away with that six-foot-long cockatrice. And, uh, being, yeah, you bet. And being able to walk away with the world's greatest bearded devil Halloween costume. Mm. So there's definitely be uh, things like for if people have a little bit extra to, to throw at us, we are more than willing to comply. Hmm. I can't get this anywhere else in the world, folks. This I am, is the one and only place to get a bearded devil costume. I am purchasing a new home and building my geek cave downstairs. It could a use. six-foot cockatrice <laughs> down in the basement could be useful. Hey, you know, the end, uh, we we got a puppeteer who's working with us, and that bearded devil, that uh-huh. that beard is going to be alive. So wow. there you go. That's awesome. It's going to be lashing out of we will try not to you spread any disease, you, Daniel, uh, however. You a bearded devil I know. Costume. I, I want to, now you've got a way to do it. This would be awesome. I could scare kids when they come to my house for Halloween. <laughs> I know I do, but this would be even He's more epic. Out Tootsie Rolls? This is the scariest house in the block. No, no. <laughs> it's the crackers with the little sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and then awesome. your little beer lashes out at them. That would be great. <laughs> mm. Okay. This might have to happen. That's awesome. Well, you know, thanks thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for talking about, you know, Night of Ashes. This is really exciting. Um, you know, would you be against if we brought you on, you know, just before the event and you, you could talk about it? 
I, I don't know Absolutely. if you guys are too stressed or not, but you know, talk about it, how everything's come together, and you know, maybe a week or two before whatever, you know, just uh, send me an email. Absolutely, what we can even get a you? get a small group of people for you. Okay, no, and we can also give awesome. you like a little post show, like how it went. I'll, I'll come back for five minutes and tell you, you know, like the lowdown. See I mean, if, uh, I, I'm always tempted. We should make a road trip to Portland. Now you're talking my language. I'm looking at Jessica. Yeah, we got we got the camera. Road trip. Yeah. I mean, you guys come out this way. We'll find a home for you. <laughs> Ten hours. We drive up there and we can kind of give a sneak peek behind. That would be kind of fun. I've always cool. wanted to go to Portland. <laughs> this is a great reason too. I've always wanted hey, to do Salt Lake City. Is one. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Salt Lake City about eighteen hours away? I think that's about No, it. it's only like a ten-hour drive. It's Ten, eleven-hour drive. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. That's nothing. I, I've made it. I've made it in nine. Oh, yeah, that sounds scary. <laughs> I don't want to drive with you. A <laughs> little. <laughs> 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 Not completely. Well, you get you pulled over. I'm trying to get to the bearded devil. Yeah. As yeah. Daddy says, it's only legal if you get caught. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the first time they've heard that in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll stay in touch. It's true. Re- yeah, we'd really love to to see how this develops and you know uh, talk to you again. So we'll, we'll stay in touch. Thanks for coming on. Everyone, run out. Like I said, the link for the Kickstarter is. On our webpage, DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. It's also on our social media page. Go fund this because this is this is just awesome. Do you guys have a Facebook page, uh, social media? We do. Um, and if you hit the Kickstarter, they're all linked up on there. And you'll be able to see what we're doing. Awesome. Go yeah. like their stuff. Yeah. Go like, this, go like their Facebook page or uh, Twitter or whatever they have. And contribute. I mean, the nice thing is, you. I mean, the lowest contribution is only a buck. And, but every dollar counts. In this aspect, yeah. they're still going to put it on, but then you can get it. You know, if you contribute enough, you can get a DVD copy of this and watch it over and over again, which is just going to be awesome. So it's not just one time you see it; you can see it many times. Yeah, we're we're really looking forward to it, and we're we're so incredibly grateful to the gaming community um, and and the folks up at Paizo who are just as always with all their all their fans. They're incredibly generous. And you guys for letting us uh, come and pitch our show on here. Thank you. The gaming yeah. community, that's that's why we do this. You know? and it's, seriously. It's a great group of people. Yeah, keep in touch because we really want to uh, you know, get an update. And uh, I'm serious. You, you we need guys to figure out a way have, to get up there. You guys will have DVDs available for purchase afterwards is the plan, correct? Yep, we'll have both DVDs and digital downloads. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Well, my so, plans for Thanksgiving. You, yeah. <laughs> you can even get a copy of the script. If so, if you actually wanted to, like, go out in your backyard and put on a play, or you wanted to hand this over to your local high school drama teacher and say, "Hey, we need this show," <laughs> give it a shot. <laughs> that would be so cool, Mister Crimen, my sixth or seventh grade drama teacher. If you're here, and I'm bringing you a script. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. All right. Well, you guys take it easy and have a, have a great night. Sounds like you guys are doing great. Yeah. You as well. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> take so care. Much. Good to meet you. Uh, I, I don't follow yep. up. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> have a good one. All right. That's that so was uh, Thomas. Uh, that was Tom Beckett, or Thomas Beckett, uh, with Night of Ashes. I mean, seriously, this is a really cool idea. He's a cool cat. I mean, That's he a is. cool idea. He is. I'm, a, I'm behind that. I, I, you know, unfortunately... Uh, the studio is doing some weird stuff with the phone, so we apologize. He was 
really quiet. Um, so he wasn't quiet. He the equipment. Was the equipment was quiet. He wasn't, but the <laughs> he equipment. Did a fantastic yeah, no, the equipment, equipment came cost. So if you know we were loud and he was quiet, it was definitely that. So we apologize about that. Just turn but, it um, up and rip the knob off. But oh my gosh, <laughs> this is really cool what they're doing. Um, so you have to take go go to their Facebook page, take a look at the little video they put together. The action scenes are good. The costumes are realistic. The props they have, just fantastic. And this is something that's really worthwhile to support. So. The integration into the audience, too, is what I'm super stoked about. Well, no, that's about. really like, cool. That is so sweet. Yeah, that's cool. So, all right, we're going to take a small break. Go stretch your legs. We'll be right back. And we'll talk some geek news. And we'll also talk uh, to the Ghostbusters of Salt Lake because they are just outside. So, uh, yeah, we will return very, very shortly because we feel fantastic. Yep. But not fantastic. Get up early when the sleeping pill wakes me. I take a wake up pill and fill with energy. I power on hard and I check my messages. But I don't have any messages. I take a driving pill and head to my car. I drive around the biggest work isn't very far. I call my phone oh and I check like- my messages. I don't have any messages, all I know Driving on drugs feels better when they're prescription All I know is the world looks beautiful, the world looks so damn beautiful I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now, right now I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now, right now I feel fantastic And I 
now I feel as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now, right now
Welcome back to Gender Crawlers. That's right. We're here. We're still here. We're back. And there's Jared walking in the door. Yes, he's late. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit of geek news. You guys can join in, too, before we jump into the interview with you guys. Hey there. Just because we're joined by the Ghostbusters. Oh, ah! Geek news is awesome. Call? <laughs> Apparently the applauding soundboard is who we're going to call. Somebody. <laughs> no, not at Bazinga. all. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I like my soundboard. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the best one. <laughs> you have no clue where this is from, do you? Cable guy. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Daniel, what did we tell you last week? Doing the whole Spock fight my sound. We told you, movie. with great power comes great nice. responsibility. <laughs> Go! <laughs> I accept your response. All right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on to so something really cool that I just saw hit um, that I want to talk about. It better be that new Star Wars teaser oh thing that gosh. posted today. Yeah, well, it's not that exactly. It's uh, the fact that Amazon just announced that a Galaxy Quest TV series is coming. That is also cool. I know. I approve so. of this announcement. Amazon, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, very amazing. Uh, they are going to have a the cast. Are you kidding? I'm not. They got Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver. That's what it's. That's what it's. What is Tim Allen doing right now? Tim Allen is so busy. Oh, he's doing commercials for chicken. He's doing Last Man Standing. Maybe. Is he? Yeah, he does a TV series called Last Man Standing. I love you, Tim Allen. Yeah. So. Tyler Perry can do 30 moves at the same time. But that is I mean, awesome. Like, as just having a new Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> that is way cool. Then, uh, I wonder if they'll get Tony Schlub back. Tony Schlub, the star of the show. That would be the best. <laughs> I don't think anybody's seen him since he finished Monk. Mm, he's been in a little, maybe a couple things here and there. Yeah, oh, man. Did of. they get, uh, what was his name? The the, the guy oh. that played Guy? Yeah, Guy. Yeah, what was his name? What was his name? No one remembers what his name is. Cause he, Sam yeah. Rockwell. Yeah. That is a classy Nobody actor right there. Sam Rockwell's name? No, I because he's, he's... I the, wanted to call him Moon no. the whole time. It's the guy from Moon. No. The movie no one else has seen. I love that movie. We don't remember him because he's the red shirt. Oh, then, yeah. But he's not the red he's shirt. Not, he's, he's not the red shirt that doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking the rules. No, that was a, that was a great movie. It makes so much... And, that is yeah, so cool hilarious. they got the original cast. Yeah. I am on board. Yeah, 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 far, far. Yeah, yeah. It's and he was also the one of the bad guys in one of the Iron Man Iron movies. Man movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. gross in that one. 
That's gross. Awesome actor. Gross in that, so, yeah. so I'm going to take my tangent back. Go ahead. Swing it at your oh face. My God. Star Wars! Yes. John Bagoya holding a lightsaber. I told you. I told you. Going to after Kylo Ren? After Kylo Ren. So there's also another thing that came out is Kylo Ren's not a Sith. We heard. I have not read the article in uh, fear of spoilers, but yeah. I have heard he's not a Sith. And I don't, I don't know what to think about I that. I, I kind of like they're taking kind of a Revan shift with him, even though he already looks like Revan a little bit. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm more of part of this force and that's about the Sith. And I'm like, that is awesome. I'm going to cosplay as Revan to the, the Force Awakens opener to see how many people think I'm him. And then just tell him he's exactly the same yeah, character I'm, anyway. They do, they I'm really tempted. Star Wars I'm really tempted just to buy the Kylo Ren costume. costume and then modify it to look like Revan because that would it would be, be cool. it's like Revan Kylo crossover. It's almost identical. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. they either think of a really bad Kylo costume or a really bad Revan costume. It could go either way. <laughs> it could. Like that's really inaccurate. <laughs> or I could just make it bright pink and hey, we're good. Wow, Daniel. <laughs> because if you modify it that much, people are like, oh, he did it on purpose. We're going to take, away, <laughs> gonna take away your cosplay rights as well as your soundboard. Well, see, I, I've never cosplayed, so cool it'll be bright pink, and I won't wear it. Someone else will. The Candy Crush Kylo. Yeah. No, actually, if I ever cosplay, it's going to no. be a Shadow Trooper with a lightsaber awesome. with battle scarring. You know what's one awesome. swipe of Star Wars news we really haven't talked about sure. on the show? Uh, Rogue One, that image that dropped online uh, so which is epic. amazing Alan Tudyk being part of the cast ah! Alan Tudyk yeah Wash is part of Star Wars now I can die happy uh, it'll only be awesome if he's flying an X-Wing and says I'm a leaf on the wind <laughs> <laughs> Twenty dollars if he does it at least once. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. You're gonna get stabbed in the chest by a super star destroyer at the end. We're all gonna be disappointed, but we all saw. I don't care if he says I'm a leaf on the wind. Is he's going straight towards a super star destroyer destroyer and then explodes? That's awesome. I'm trying to um, one up that A wing pilot. The second one. Yeah. And he made reference. um, No, that was Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion made reference to the showing camp. Yeah. Well, wasn't uh, Simon Pegg on set as well? Simon yeah. Pegg is multiple characters in the world. He's a costume character. Yeah. Characters. And that is him, too. I'm just so fun with the cast of the movie. I love the fact that he went the old school route, too, of grabbing people that aren't super like uh, famous yet yeah. and then mixing them in with some veterans. Oh, J.J. Abrams, I am your fangirl over here. So super stoked for The Force Awakens. So oh, super stoked. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to be the guy who's in, like embarrassing to sit next to during The Force Awakens. I'm going to be crying. I'm going to be right cheering <laughs> in full Darth Revan costume. It's going to be awesome. I think my favorite part of the uh, the new trailer that released on Instagram was the uh, the fact the lightsaber blades uh, flicker again. Just a yeah, bit. they do. Oh. Just oh, like that so little cute. frame rate problem they had in the 70s. <laughs> oh. So I'm I'm just going to throw it out here. You have 113 days, 7 hours, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds. you got to keep going. Of obsessing about yeah. Star Wars there you go. The Force Awakens. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Can we go ahead and just get uh, our seats now? Um, we'll talk about that after okay. the show. Yeah. I am subscribed have, to Fandango. We have, we so have, at the moment the tickets drop, I'm going to buy luxury 3D no, IMAX no, no, experience. No, no, no. Yes, we'll, it's we'll talk, happening. We'll talk after. It's ha- oh. oh, Daniel, looking at me like I should... Be excited about something else. Yeah, just, I like it we'll talk he, after. I like it when you use that smooth, sultry, excited voice. We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> All right. All I'm going to be thinking about the whole show is what are you about to tell me? Yes. You, you'll have to wait. Uh, so anything else about Star Wars? Because Star Wars is awesome. And that is cool. You know, I, 
I actually want to bring up something that has yes. nothing to do with Star Wars. Okay. Um, we, sorry, we'll get back to it. Um, I want to talk about Terminator. You were talking about like last week, and oh, yeah. we actually saw it last night. Yeah, good. And what are your thoughts? I we loved it. It, it was an amazing. I love it better I than any of the other Terminators. I okay, Terminator Two, still okay, the king, yeah. still, still the crown, yes. crown king. It is good. So it was Terminator a- Gen- Genesis, <laughs> the new one. It was close. I loved all the Easter eggs and all the little throwbacks. You haven't seen the new one? No. What? We no. never said that online or on air. Okay. <laughs> you're you're like looking back and forth. Well, guys, I'm just going to say it. They, they really did a good job yeah. at making it feel like an older action movie. I loved like, the it was... crappy CG that made it feel like it was back in the 80s. That was well, they were choosy. Nice touch. Yeah. They were choosy about which CG they made look like Crap. state-of-the-art and which, yeah. which they made look like the original. Yeah, because some of the CG... I was like, oh my gosh, her old uh, young, amazing. young like, Arnold, young Arnie looked it. so real, it yeah. bugged me out. Yeah. I was it like, was what? better than Tron, but it yes. still wasn't viable for me. Oh I man, mean. it was perfect for me. I have studied that man's face. So like Terminator so, and Rambo. So, so what did you think of Commander. Sarah Connor? So she did an awesome job. She's yeah. kind of a the B word. Yeah. Well, but her life was completely different. Like they were all like that. They were all a bunch of bees. Well, I mean, but her life was completely different. I mean, because in the original. Yeah. He's not a likable character, and I'm sitting here in the whole mating thing, and I'm like, okay. if I was him, I would throw her off a bridge. I would be like, you know what? I'm good. But you if you no were, more John Connor. But if you had been He's raised by a Terminator since you were nine, and always told, you must mate with so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. My point is that the Sarah Connor that he got to know from the stories that John Connor told him is, was, is a completely different person. Yeah. So he goes into this world, and he's already in love with her, and... Because he's basically well, worshipped the person that she was, yeah, and yeah. then he. All right. Well, we're we're back. Sorry about that. I love glitches. So we were talking about Arnie. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Jumping into the the role. Yeah. Back into the role of yeah. Terminator, and he did so. He did so well. And if you look at this Terminator versus or this Arnold T eight hundred versus. The rest from the uh, the rest of the mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. This is probably the most emotional, the probably the most relatable uh, version of the Terminator. Yeah. I mean, again, I love T two. That's that's still my favorite. But this Terminator rocked. I well, liked him a lot. And I feel like we've gotten now we've gotten three completely different Terminators. In Salvation, the original, than this one. Well, yeah. no, not even Salvation. I mean, him in general. I, I feel like from the first one to the second one to this one, it's completely all different personalities, but the same. They're just a little bit more advanced when it comes to emotions, get a little bit more each way. I felt like a little bit, though, I think I thought it was funny because I felt in a way his emotions made him stronger and weaker at the same time. But it was funny because I did feel like the emotions made him weak and mm-hmm. then he was aging, which was also making him weak. Yeah. But yet he was able to do something even stronger than he could have done before yeah. because because of his weakness, and I thought that was really cool. So, so um, without giving away too much, what did you think with the twist with John Connor? So good. Called it. So <laughs> good, so good. Because when I first heard about the actor who was portraying John Connor, mm-hmm. I was like, nah, no. No, I cannot stand him. I, I think, we've, way, I think we've had a new John Connor every movie. Yeah, but, I mean, when you look at the older one, because, I mean, I wasn't so I wasn't a big fan of yeah. uh, uh, Christian Bale. He, 
I mean, he was okay, but he was too Batman the whole time. And I was just like, nah, nah. And the little incident off the camera during that. Yeah, for real, for real. It was intense. intense The way way they spun this John Connor was so creative Mm -hmm. and so different and so cool. What did I I say to you at the very beginning of the movie without giving away away any spoilers? I said, I don't like him. Like, not oh, him as an actor. I'm sure that listeners the character. But personally, that together. Well, no, I'm just saying I didn't like him as John Connor because I was very... They always try to put him in these really sweet roles yeah. when he's not sweet. Like, Lawless, he was really amazing because he wasn't the leading. I don't think he's a lead guy. He was, you know, he he's, was a, he's a good supporting But he was, like, really actor. good at supporting. And then you put him in Plan of the Apes. I hated him in Plan of the Apes. I loved everybody but him. Because I don't feel like he's no. like this leading no. guy that I feel emotionally attached to. Like I just don't. I if he'd have died, I wouldn't have cared. I'd rather him die than everybody, all, you know, monkeys dying. And so, <laughs> you know, and that's really sad. <laughs> but I mean, so I was kind of at the very beginning of the movie. I was like, I don't like him as John Connor. I don't see it. Yeah. And um, he did a really good job. He surprised me. So, so to kind of put a bow on everything, for anyone who was nervous about going to see Terminator, because let's be honest, the, the trailers didn't look that no, good. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I no, made me not want to like, see it, eh. which is why we're so late on watching it. But it's actually really good. It they is. they do a great way at spinning the story in a way where it makes sense yeah, with the time that's passed, uh, with the stories and everything like that. They do it in a good way, too. Uh, well, we can we can say that without giving away too much, but it's more of an alternate uh, timeline yeah. is what yeah, we're dealing and with. It, and it, it makes it make all it so much felt- sense like a throwback and an evolution at the same time because I really enjoyed the little pieces of humor that they put in. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the the filming style was kind of evolving. It was the so Terminator. 80s. The whole, the whole, the whole like the, feel of it was so 80s. It was I so cool. I like the humor was a yeah. little more That's really more been evolved. a thing lately. Yeah. It really has. And Terminator did a great job at executing it. Some some films yeah. try to be 80s and they don't do it well. They had this one did it crappy well. CG. Nice. I was yeah. like, ah, there All it right. is. Okay. <laughs> so this is. Do this. Are you really going to bring in Pacific Rim right now? He he's talking about Pacific Rim three, and already? having Godzilla in it. That's how good Pacific Rim two one? is oh already. Yeah, they're be. making. They're already. Ma- they're making a second one. He's talking about making a third one with Godzilla in it. How awesome is that? Are we okay. talking Wait. the Godzilla or like a Godzilla-like creature? No, the the Godzilla. He wants the Godzilla in Are Pacific you Rim Three. Me right now, the king of Godzilla is so fat that they need to put him in extra movies. Mm-hmm. Ouch! And they have to take pictures of him really, really far away so he's well, in the frame. Of course. But he's going to be fighting with but giant robots. You guys are missing the point. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so the so yesterday. Okay, finish your story. Okay, my story is that a bunch of kids came over and they were playing around in my house. Anyway, um, and there's this 10-year-old boy, his name is Ben, and he was there and I was watching Godzilla and he'd never seen Godzilla before and he walks in and um, I assumed that these are not the kind of films that his parents allow him to watch. Yeah. We are We're the cool more parents. Le- we are a little <laughs> bit more lenient as long as nobody's naked and there's no F word. I'm usually okay. But Godzilla was naked. Godzilla was naked, and you know it was a big deal. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so he right walked in. He's like watching it, and he was like, you know, he's like, this is really cool. He's like, can you tell me a little bit about the storyline? I told him, and he was like, you know, it's reminds me a lot of Pacific Rim. I was like, you seen Pacific Rim? He's like, oh, I, I love that movie. He's like, you know, they should put Godzilla in Pacific Rim. That would be amazing. And then you just read that, and I'm like nine years old. Called it. Yep. Called it. See, seriously, how it's gonna go is you're gonna hear the Pacific Rim song, and. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Daniel, you have earned your soundboard privilege. I got my soundboard back. I am <laughs> get rid of the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> you know we all love this. I love, love it. it. There goes 30 minutes of our on-air time. Right <laughs> so, all right. So, that's really cool. I, that'd be awesome if it happens. But let's talk about the Ghostbusters, because they're here. They've been putting up with our antics. You guys better um, know everything about the new movie coming out. No, no. no. Drop us some Which knowledge. One? There, there's a new movie? Aww. <laughs> they have to leave now. <laughs> so it's been a while since... Yeah. Hey, sorry, I just want to jump in here before you, you guys start asking us a bunch of questions. Yes. I want to say, yes, we are gods. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whenever no, anyone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. No, I am Zool, man. That is how we roll. All right. So you're a god minion. Yes. I'll and, take it. And a woman. Yes. All right. No, I embody Sigourney Weaver every day I walk out of my house. He's whatever he wants to be. Yes. That explains, that explains a lot about our relationship. Oh, we took it to a whole new level. You are the woman. Ow, my pride. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, you just announced that on air. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. We're trying to boost our ratings here. Yes. Is it working? I don't know. We'll see. Me being the dominant one in the relationship working, I think. I think anyone that knows us already knows that. Anyway, Ghostbusters! (laughs) So, you guys haven't been on for a while, but uh, you guys are a charity group. Correct. So, kind of explain more than what I just said. Uh, We're the Ghostbusters, and we're a charity group. Yeah! Yeah. Um, No, we're we're the uh, the Ghostbusters of Salt Lake. We're part of uh, many franchises across the country and world um, that go out in our local communities and kind of serve... um, our communities uh, dressed up as Ghostbusters. Kind of a niche hobby, kind of odd to explain, but uh, it's fun. It's it's good. It's always fun to see the parents coming towards us, because, you know, mm-hmm. the kids are like, oh, who, who's that? And the parents are like, oh, my gosh, it's the Ghostbusters. <laughs> you have to love them. And then within five minutes, all the kids are like, oh, it's the Ghostbusters. Yeah, and well, then you go to Comic-Con, and you have yeah. the little girl who comes up, and her parents are like, they made her a proton pack out of Tupperware mm-hmm. because she wanted to be a Ghostbuster that bad. That's my my son is here tonight because he wanted to meet you guys. So that's, that's him over in the corner. <laughs> Yes, I put him in the corner. <laughs> you put him on the spot and in the corner. Yes. Good dad. That's okay. You want to say hi? No. He doesn't. No, no. He'll do it later. On the spot again. We we are always recruiting, but you need to show initiative here. Initiative. In his defense, That's beyond his breaking your wrist. Yep. <laughs> we are not against junior Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, that's really cool what you guys do, because I'm a member of the uh, Alpine Garrison, so it's the Star Wars division of pretty much the same thing that you guys do. Yeah. And I cannot tell you, that is the most rewarding charity like activity what? I've ever done. And so, uh, yes, I applaud the Ghostbusters, love Ghostbusters, and I love seeing you guys at Comic-Cons and stuff like that. We're all fighting the same fight. Keep doing what you're doing. I love all the props and stuff you guys bring as well. You guys want to talk a little bit about that? Well, and you guys build your own props, don't you? So it's not like you, you've gone on Amazon and bought a Proton Pack. You guys have actually built these and designed them. They make them. them from scratch. I have watched them fixing theirs up and talking about the different parts. And I haven't gotten mine started yet. I'm still collecting pieces. Mm-hmm. But they spend like months and months and hundreds of dollars on all of these parts and put them together on their own. And it's incredible because they look so accurate. Yeah, they do. And they light up and they make noise too, if I remember right. When I went yep. to the, oh, I think it was Comic Con or maybe it was Comic 
Con uh, two years ago, I saw you guys had that ghost with like it was a oh, yeah. fan or something <laughs> yeah. on it. And you guys were standing next to it. I was like, oh my god, it's that a, is the coolest it's thing. It's the library ghost. Is yeah. that awesome? Yeah. Like if you guys do you guys have like pictures of it and stuff like on your Facebook that they can go oh, yeah. look at of this. Stuff? Um, not of the library ghost, but uh, we oh. do we do have a uh, a, a new Facebook page called uh, the Ghostbusters of Salt Lake. Uh, you can go to facebook.com/slash/ghostbustersofsaltlake and uh, you can find us there. Um, it's fairly new. We're still. Uh, putting pictures up um but yeah that's uh that's where we'll be hosting all the information about events and appearances and things or if you don't want to go navigating clear through facebook to find that just go to our webpage dungeoncollegeradio.com <laughs> there's a link right there it says facebook you click and it goes to their page it's harder because but i made it simple i know it's very long our goal here is to get so many likes that you don't have to surf the web for hours to find it well, it is your home page so this is kind of the cool thing um so Starting September 1st, this is something we're going to do uh, to get over 1,000 likes. Uh, we are actually, for every 50 likes we get up to that 1,000 point, because we're, we're almost there, we're actually going to give a book away. All right. Yeah. So uh, we've got a bunch of books. We're going to give some away. Now, it's not just to new people. We're going to, to everyone, we're going to throw everyone's name into a random thing, and it's going to spin, and someone's going to get a book. And these are really like cool. like right now. I'm you haven't sure liked it. I'm gonna unlike and then relike <laughs> and then hope I win. You can't. Un- yeah. Well, we're throwing everyone in the pot, um, and then we're gonna have some other cool stuff. Um, like next week's guest is uh, not to, to shun this week's guest, but he's coming on. It's his first book ever, and he is so excited. He's actually giving away a copy of the latest Lara Croft game. Nice. Yeah. So we will be giving away. There will be a giveaway next week. That is if he makes it out of the building without us beating him up <laughs> and taking it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, maybe you're listening, give me a dude. Copy. Don't deter, don't let this He's deter not you from bringing come it. Anymore. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm sick. <laughs> so, but back to you guys. I mean, like their Facebook page because that's really important. I mean, you know, I, I can't explain. We've done. I've done this for the last six years, and we're not even to a thousand yet. But we have more listeners than that. It's so frustrating. You know, we have people that look at the page all yeah, the time, but they don't hit that like button. Maybe they're too good for Facebook. Maybe. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying maybe. a lot of Facebook drama. Some people yeah. don't deal with it. They could be like closet nerds. nerds. Yeah. They, they're closet nerds. Yeah. Closet nerds. There's nothing wrong with coming out. No, of the there isn't. Being a nerd. I'm no. It's, it's kind of the cool the thing now. Literally listening to our blog. I, I'm <laughs> telling you guys though, if you want like, a really cool follow on Facebook because it's the five hundred first. Costuming groups are really cool because one, you can see the charity events they're putting together. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Sometimes they put the progressive props. It's also really cool. And if you're a Ghostbusters fan, why aren't you uh, right. liking them on Facebook already? Well, I mean, true. I mean, but just look at it this way. The possibility of you getting into a picture with Bill Murray, uh, Dan Aykroyd, in Ghostbuster getup, and you can say, look, I was in a picture with the Ghostbusters. Or you got these guys that are just as awesome, just as cool, and you get to live out that fu- that childhood fa- dream. I mean, You wanted to say fantasy. He totally yes. said he fantasy totally in wanted his to face. Say I did. Or fetish. But, yeah, or fetish. <laughs> Either way. Or it you been don't have to that. pay extra for pictures with these Ghostbusters. Yeah. I mean, it, it is really cool. I mean, it, every one of us, uh, well, most of us have sat there. They've watched the Ghostbusters movie, and you've always like, I mean, I remember as a kid in elementary school, I went to a birthday party, and it was a Ghostbuster theme. We had our little cardboard proton packs, and we, and then when we were leaving, we're all like, okay, we got to do the same dances on the cartoon, you know? And we did, <laughs> leaving the house. 
You know, one foot and the hands off to the side, and then, yeah. So. Does anyone remember the old 80s toy with the foam proton stream? Yeah. That was my favorite. That one was pretty cool. <laughs> I was born I, in 1994. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Um, I'm not the youngest guy on the show today. <laughs> Woo. I have a son three years younger than you. Okay, um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Feeling old yet? Yes, actually I am. Okay. No, but, uh, yeah, I know. I, my husband was born the year that Ghostbusters came out. So I was born the same year as Star Wars came out. So, um, <laughs> my actual birthday is, is May Wars the Day. 4th. Yeah, I know. So drop the mic. Look at you, <laughs> mister. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't even know about May the Fourth Be With You until like five, six years ago. That's I was like, oh, wow. I don't think anyone knew about it until five or six. Yeah, yeah I think that's it. when it happened. <laughs> yeah, it just suddenly appeared out of nowhere. I'm totally cool with that. That's okay, and it had just happened to be your birthday. God had plans for me. Yeah. Yes. And you've he made Star you. Wars movies he ever yeah. every single year. I'm well, partial to Revenge of the Fifth myself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, that's Cinco de Mayo in my house, man. <laughs> now. You guys have also, well, at least one of you here uh, did put together the uh, the Ghostbusters episode or movie or whatever you're, what is it, a movie, episode, what? Uh, originally it was just an episode, but I think it's turned into the movie. The movie? The Ghostbusters yeah. SLC movie, so it's fun. It's no, it was fun. It was really good. Yeah, we, we still have fun. Uh, my wife and I actually watched it the other night after not seeing it for like a year and a half, and we found ourselves laughing even though we already... Knew all the jokes, knew all the know, jokes by heart, but by heart. It was just, it, it just, it's just a fun watch. So if anybody wants to, it's YouTube. Uh, it's Ghostbusters SLC. Uh, it's in four parts, and we're hoping to someday get a director's cut out so that it's one part. Now that YouTube has removed the uh, length, requirement. the length requirement, nice. So is this like a documentary or a narrative? Uh, it basically takes place in the same universe as oh, and cool. the video game. So okay. it kind of. Ties in, you know, what uh, Bill Murray said in the in the movie: "The franchise rights alone will make us rich beyond us beyond our wildest dreams." Uh, we took that and basically a whole bunch of franchises around the world. Um, there's a Minnesota guys who did Ghostbusters 911. Uh, Colorado guys did a Freddy vs. Ghostbusters, which nice. to this day is still one of my favorite fan films. Nice, <laughs> not gonna lie, love Hank Braxton um, and his whole crew. But literally, we just decided to, you know what? Let's just make the film. We 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 like making movies. We like Ghostbusters. Why not? Uh, for us, it just happened to be that we had done a charity event, and one of my film professors uh, in college saw a picture that I had on my Facebook when I was surfing during class. Never surf during class. <laughs> he said, that's your final project. Uh, make a movie, make the streams, do whatever you nice. need to, but that's your final project. And so it became... I never heard that. You never heard that? No. Well, Jared here is a fellow filmmaker. fan filmmaker, give me some yeah. love. He, he does uh, Star Wars fan films, so we that's why we, we said... We do a, We dabble. Yeah. Dabble? We do <laughs> like what a award. couple of extras. We've done okay. Oh, always. 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 <laughs> we will talk after the show, yes. my friends. <laughs> I have lightsabers. I have costumes and cameras and special effects and... My ooh. dad has a Darth Vader costume. And that. <laughs> I have a lightsaber, too. Hey, we should do a Ghostbuster Star Wars mashup. That would be awesome. There was a battle of that at Conduit a few years ago. We don't talk about that photo. Hey, I'm in that photo. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so it was fun. It was a lot of fun, um, and we're hoping someday to be able to do another one. That would so be cool. Ghostbusters SLC on YouTube is what you're gonna what you're gonna search. That's it. Yeah. Perfect. I will check that out 
Do the show. It's actually really good. Uh, they they did a special screening. That was years ago. Um, down at BYU, actually. Yeah. And then yeah. We, we watched filmed it, it on BYU campus. Nice. It was Approximately how long is it? What? 30 minutes? Yeah. Nice. yeah. Good. Minutes. Awesome. yeah it's not too long, but it, it's really fun. It's entertaining. There's some good jokes in there. and It, it feels like the same type of humor from the movies is in there. Awesome. That's way so, cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Love it. So, there's a second Wait, one? there's a sequel? Are we are we dropping are we dropping oh, no. this? <laughs> no no. Dungeon Crawlers exclusive sequel to the Salt Lake Ghostbusters film. So many people have heard of Dan Aykroyd talking about the famed Ghostbusters three. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's not necessarily happening because of the uh, <clears throat> what 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 was it called, Colton? The the Murricane. The Murricane, because Bill Murray <laughs> is very unpredictable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we love him, but he's very unpredictable. Uh, and so Ghostbusters 3, unfortunately, did not happen. We are looking forward to the new Feig uh, reboot. Yeah. Um, some people aren't, but we actually are looking forward to seeing it. We're going to hold our judgments until we see it, because mm. it honestly looks like it's going to be really cool. I like the cast. Yeah, I gotta yeah. Say, I love the cast. cast. Great cast. Um, I, I, I love the stuff that they're in, and so we're, we're looking forward to seeing it. And then, then we'll make the judgment. We'll either, you know, some of us are actually already building our, our new proton packs, but I don't know if we should admit to that. Um <laughs> Going back, so the reason it. that the actual Ghostbusters three never happened was the Murricane. We 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 had a had a little Murricane of our own, and so we've been trying to get our cast and crew together. And gotcha. All the all the stars didn't quite align, and so it looks like right now uh, number two is on hiatus. Um, so yeah, but but we're hoping that someday the Murricane maybe Jared will come could settle the Murricane and help out. I don't know. I'm a Murricane expert. There you go. That's what we do. Really? I've had some Murricanes in my films, too, guys. It's all right. We know how to slap those. Not anymore. Because <laughs> it involves Just duct tape, gaff tape, fast. and garbage can bags, you know, tying them down, oh, kidnapping man. them kind of thing. I wish. Oh, we, no. we have we some stories. Bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh, a name was dropped. Wow. Alrighty. No, it's from I know. Friday. I know. <laughs> Where's that soundboard clip? I don't have it. It wasn't nerdy, so you're forgiven. Okay. He's getting a different one. Now. He's pulling it up. No, I'm not. Oh. Do you not have by Felicia on there? No. Oh. We'll get it. We'll no, but I have this one. one. I am the law. <laughs> That'll do. That'll, That'll do, do pig. pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was too I loud. No, what that was. That was from you Street probably Fighter. Woke, <laughs> we woke up half our <laughs> listeners. I know. Everyone's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> they were talking Those about. Colors. They were thinking about my dreams. <laughs> so. Now, how often do you guys go out with your, your charity stuff? Uh, we have an event um, in the fall, usually about once a month or so. Okay. Um, during the uh, spring and summer times, it kind of slows down. We just kind of gear up for Salt Lake Comic Con and FanX. Um, but right now, uh, we're in full swing, I guess. Um, we've got an event coming up in just a couple of weeks that I actually haven't talked to you guys about. <laughs> surprise. Hey, surprise. You guys are It's an exclusive. <laughs> it's cool. um, I'm fast. But yeah, so, I don't know, we uh, will post about all of our upcoming events on our Facebook page. Huh? If you guys want to follow that. Um, follow it. Like it. Do it. Um, just do it. Oh, guess what? I do have that <laughs> yeah, one. Please. Yeah. Please. Hold on, hold We're on. Waiting for hold the sound on. clip. No one hold say on. anything. Okay, hold on. I got I gotta get to the buttons fast. Here we go. Here it is. Where is it? Uh Come on, Come on, oh my gosh, there it is. Just do it! Yeah! 
It took so long because Just he was hiding in the woods, cannibalizing yes, people. He was. That's why. I have you seen? A long time ago. Have you seen all the different oh, takes yeah. on that? We, we know the guy even, who made it. Even the Star Wars one. That was hilarious. We and know then, the guy who made the Star Wars. And then there's a then there's another one where they took the uh, the man uh, the Batman versus Superman trailer and they put him in, they put him in it's there. Like so much more epic with Shia LaBeouf. I know. You got you got Batman st- or Bruce Wayne staring at the you know the bat suit and he's just like just do it. It's hilarious. But uh, that's, that's awesome. So I have to what you were saying. Yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> I was I was gonna ask a question too. I've seen your guys' ghost mobile. Is that what it's called? Yes, no, Ghostbusters. The Ectomobile. The Ectomobile. Yep. What's the story behind that? Because I see that everywhere, and it's awesome. Like, it's 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 a selfie-worthy vehicle. Always. Yes, <laughs> and the owner appreciates it. If you do want to say take a selfie, do so off the freeway, because he says he's almost gotten in several accidents <laughs> as a result. Um, that's actually Wes Roberts, another one of our members. He made awesome. it. He always wanted a Ghostbuster car, and so he had all the pieces all the props, like it was always garage. Those, yeah, exactly. It was one of those someday kind of things. Um, and then we were making the film, and I said, "Hey, I know you have the light bar, and I think that at that point he only had like lots of PVC pipe, you know, so yeah. didn't actually have anything else." I said, "Is it possible just to throw a light bar on the car for the film, just for one shot?" And he's like, "I guess I could do that," you know, literally dragging his feet. Um, maybe that's figuratively. Anyway. <laughs> The next morning, we all show up on set, and he pulls up in this fully decked out car, <laughs> minus door logos. Like, it has everything on the roof. Like, he completely did this in a 24-hour period. He still had the Mountain Dew bottles. Like, he spray-painted them that he used to stay awake and used those on top. So it, And he's awesome. since upgraded it, Yeah. Um, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, he's still uh, – it's, it's funny. I was over at his house the other day, saw the roof rack sitting on the side, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> we need to break that puppy out. But yeah, um, do you do we get to exciting. see that car at most of the events that you guys are at and stuff like that? Is that something they can expect to see when you guys are uh, all together? Uh, occasionally, occasionally, I've seen not it at Comic Con, definitely. Yeah, yeah, not not recently, um, but uh, we're looking to to get it out one more time. There's been several times I've been driving down I-15 and I see it, and I'm just like, huh, I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Ghostbusters. It is. It's yep. the Ghostbusters. <laughs> They're going somewhere. So Very cool. No, it's cool. Now. So you guys will be at Solid Comic Con. Oh, of course. Awesome. Yeah. Now, are you guys? You have your own booth. What are you guys doing there? Uh, we do have our own booth. Um, this time we're gonna kind of scale back. Um, next year we're looking to have a pretty big display since uh, that's when the reboot will be coming out and it'll yeah. be fresh in people's minds. Uh, will we get to see the library ghosts? Um, uh, or something new? I I'm not quite sure what Maybe. we'll have there. Um. Maybe a pudgy slimer. Maybe. Michelin Maybe you have Stay Puffed. We do have something new coming up, so. Nice. Okay, come by. Yeah. DJR exclusive. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you must. You must come by. There's something cool. But for real, guys. They don't want to give up too much. These guys are like one of my favorite things to see at Comic-Con. So when you come over to Salt Lake City Comic-Con, look for the Ghostbusters, snap a picture, like him on Facebook, become fans. No pressure. Lots no. of pressure. No, no, no. Oh. Lots. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if we. Uh, never mind. Just check them out at Salt Lake. I'm Comic-Con. just. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw this out there. If you are at Salt Lake Comic Con, you must go to the Salt Lake, the Ghostbusters of Salt Lake booth, because you must get a picture. Well, then you must post it, and then hashtag, hashtag yep. Ghostbusters of SLC, SLC mm-hmm. and then just let everyone in the world know how amazing these guys are. Let the world know of their power. Yes. We're ready to believe you. Yes. <laughs> 
For real, though, I love the Ghost. Because, like, every time I'm thinking about uh, going to Salt Lake Comic Con mm-hmm. experiences I have there, Ghostbusters are always, always you think about, yeah. something you think about, yeah, yeah. about your experience at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So definitely check them out. Yes, Ghostbusters. There. It's Dependable. Ghostbusters and Star Wars. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, the only thing that make these guys are telling and a, secrets. And a girl, I know. And a girl, the, the, and, and a girl it's making me uncomfortable. All the secrecy the on the other side of the Ghostbusters. We're getting murdered. The only thing that would be cool. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw this out there. We don't deal with live, spot with live people. Only dead ones. They just want a ghost. We're we're all dead. Yeah, we're, we're alive. They're not very interested. We're so murdered. Yeah, but so we do have Captain America showing up. You've got the Ghostbusters showing up. The only thing cooler that would now make Comic Con epic is if Han Solo showed up. I'm just gonna say that. Han Solo? Yeah. Like Harrison, like Harrison Ford. Ford. Oh. We've got Anthony Daniels, right? They do. We've got three. What yeah. more do you want? Yeah. Han Solo. You didn't know that. That's been like news forever ago. Did you know Felicia Day is coming? <laughs> yeah. 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 So the There's, a woman. Twins. There's a woman. And the Weasley Twins. And the Weasley, and the Weasley Twins. Twins. The Weasley Twins are coming. They have three different doctor's <laughs> companions. And they've got a lot of doctor companions. Oh, that's right. I want a David Tennant. I'm excited about the Weasley twins very much. So, so am I. That is what is get. That is the one thing that I am going to. I buy am so a picture of excited. The Weasley twins. <laughs> I'm going to get all my redheaded kids there. In that <laughs> right now. The Weasley extended can you, family. Can you imagine You'll be that? More of a Weasley than they are because their hair is brown now. <laughs> oh, their hair is brown. Yeah, we could Photoshop brown. it. I'm sorry to hurt your world, but yeah. <laughs> they are actual twins, though. Yeah, so what? <laughs> I don't care about yeah, Their twins. freckles are real. So uh, I've got enough. Okay. <laughs> that was a pretty convincing uh, fart soundboard sound. That was not that was a soundboard. <laughs> that was my tongue doing a raspberry, plain and simple. Um, you guys are children. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we are. That's okay. So, um... And what other cool stuff do you guys do besides, you know, special events and that? I mean, well, they got the fan films. They got, you the, got special the fan events, films. They got the Comic Con. What yes. more do you want from them? Yeah. Uh, Paul is always order. doing library appearances. A library the haunted car pinup show. Could you parade my house? Is that also just stick it in the Ghostbuster like? Uh, do a Ghostbuster. You know what I'm saying? Party. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we've actually done parties in the past before. We've done parties and parades and. All sorts of different promotional Great. events. So when things. you're doing a party, is the only thing that you ask kind of is that people donate to your foundation? Is that they, they nodded for everyone who didn't yes. see? We yeah. have yeah. like <laughs> we always have like a box or something, right? For the, a little donation box, like, you know, please donate. This is the charity that we're doing, right? I think nice. it's super important that the parents that understand. Want to, yeah, because this is not something that this is a charity, and it's not something that you're you're literally volunteering your time yeah. to do something you love but also for the benefit of others and if people want this kind of thing to keep going on as much as everyone loves you guys they need to donate and it's really big if you, if you guys come take off your saturday for a birthday party they've got to give back because that's what you're doing well when, when we show up to that kind of stuff they're always extremely nice to us nice. Great. it's always a really fun experience so there's there's usually no worry there um yeah, if uh, if you'd like us to make an appearance somewhere, um, well, uh, specifically at like your house or something, uh, we do ask that you make some kind of donation. Um, mm-hmm. There's no minimum or anything, just whatever you feel appropriate, um, and we will be happy to oblige if we can. Yeah. Nice. Are, are you ever shocked to see like these young kids come running to Ghostbusters way before their time? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Every time. My exact reaction is actually dang straight. Doing at this age, yeah. Parenting win. 
I actually was surprised at first, and then I realized somebody pointed out to me, yeah, these are the kids of the people who grew up with Ghostbusters. They're indoctrinating their children in true. the way of the geek. That is true. That's why Ghostbusters, Terminator, Star Wars is all making a big comeback, because we've all grown up, and we have kids. Yep. And we want our kids to see our nerds, pretty much. I just want more Star Wars. I don't know what the kids want. <laughs> the cool they Star want Wars flashy special effects. Really cool Star Wars to come out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to go rewind, register rewind the toys. Right so, new Star Wars toys hit the shelves on September 4th. So, Nerf has Stormtroop Blasters. Yep. And pistols. And, and a Bowcaster. And, bow yeah. So, plus there's a bunch of new... And the Micro Machines are coming back. You know how they had the old, old sets? You open up? Yeah, those are coming back. People are going to break us. Um, you know, new action figures... Yeah. Are yeah. Like the Star Wars black line? Or are we talking? We got like, we've got black line as well as traditional mm. figures. So yeah, all hits. What September do you call 4th. those figures that don't have all of the crazy joints on them? What are, what are, what are the crappy toys? No, those are okay. Those they're are crappy. miniature. Vintage. Vintage. Meant for <laughs> they're making they're the making, really big twelve inch ones. No, that, no, 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 no. Oh. The ones that are in the the regular uh, size packages. Oh, the the okay. So I, I thought you were talking about the really big no, ones, like no, the no, Marvel. No. Ones. Although those are okay, those are cool. But I'm talking like the original, like oh. what Kenner took out. Oh yeah, they're doing a whole line of those. As yeah, well. they're they're re-releasing they those are ones. Throwbacking everything yeah. in the movie as well as in the. So you're gonna get the line. old ones where their you know their arms didn't bend, and I think even the lightsaber comes out as a little trigger that you yeah, push down. Wow. Yeah. It's I old wonder school. if anyone in here even remembers that one. Where they were I, inside Mimi. The yep, they're I, in the I arm. And then you had to slide it up. I'm a very nerdy brother. Yeah. I'm 21 and I own those. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel better about life now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still have a box of unopened Star Wars figures. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. They used to fill those lightsabers <laughs> full of candies, the little ones that you'd like flick it and it would yep. shoot out. They had those full of candies when I was little. Arm pedestals out there. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to go broke after next. Christmas all the Star Wars stuff that's going to fly out. You know, you got Lego with coming out with all their new ones. Lego just purchased rights to do Doctor Who Lego sets. <gasps> yeah, I know. I know. It's awesome. Um, we were at Celebration yeah, as crazy. well. We got to see a ton of stuff that they were doing over there in person. And oh it was gosh. so hard not to go bankrupt. The new, walking the new Force Effects lightsabers that oh, are going to be coming out. Man. The uh, I mean, even just seeing the even, ultra saber even the with, toy the, ones? with the cross guard, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's just crazy. Who needs to pay rent anymore when you got stuff like this on the internet? I used to <laughs> think that was kind of like, aren't they going to cut their arms off? We actually have a friend who does um, mock sword battles with real like, yeah. sharpened cross guards. He's like, you can't cut your arm off unless you stab yourself with it on purpose. Yeah, that's true. It's the coolest. That was my ever. argument. Well, the internet freaked out. And they yes, freaked out is. over everything. Like, yeah. when The Force Awakens, the title came out, everyone was like, no, 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 it sounds weird. And when they saw the cross saber, oh, no, no, it's it's weird. The movie's not even out yet, and it's already gospel to me. You know, it's already just like, oh, that's just Star Wars. There's nothing so wrong with six that. six months before the very first image mm-hmm. of the cross saber came out, we were doing a fan film. And I designed this lightsaber that was exactly was like that. And he goes... No, that's the fans cool, will have a crap it's fest. Not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I'm like, this? Are you kidding? <laughs> that happened. And then I, so I nixed it, totally nixed it. And then six months later, we're sitting in theaters, and I look over him and I go, Are you freaking kidding? And I'm me? looking back at you with our Golden Stormtrooper Award statue saying, Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, Ghostbusters of Salt Lake. 
their Facebook page. Follow on Twitter, every social media thing they have. Check them out. Go to their houses, stalk them. <laughs> don't don't stalk them, please. Um, but also check out the fandom. One, two, three, fake streets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> check out. Uh, we're also going to be uh, recording.